The Business Animal Podcast is proudly sponsored by WP Engine, your resource for managed WordPress hosting, and Keep, the premier CRM software for small business. Head over to thebusinessanimal.com for the best deals on these two amazing products. Welcome to the Business Animal Podcast. Saddle up for a gallop to the top of the animal industry, where you'll learn how to tame your wild business beast with tips, techniques, and tools that will take overwhelm to obedience school and have you wagging your tail with joy. And now your hosts, Kim Beer and Kara Taylor Swift. Hey there, business animals. It's Kim with Be More Business. And Kara with Fast Horse Photography. Hi, Kim. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Friday. It's Friday here in our world. And it's so <laughs> hot. Oh my gosh, I'm just sweating nonstop right now. I walked outside yesterday and I thought my skin was going to melt off from the hot breeze. Are you guys having that kind of weather over in Missouri right now? We had really hot weather this last week. And then Tuesday, we had a little rainstorm and it cooled off to the 90s. And it was in the 80s even one day. So we were really happy with that. And our humidity dropped down quite a bit. It was really pleasant when I was out here just a few minutes ago. I went out because we are having a motorcycle race this weekend on the ranch. And the guys are here to work on the trails and stuff. And so I was out telling the guy that was doing it to make sure he watched his dog so it didn't hurt our baby goat that's out there. So anyway, it was really, really pleasant outside. Very pleasant. Yeah, my goats are quite the characters so I'm not jealous at all we're over here in Florida we're basically sweating through our bras when we have to go out and feed (laughs) the horses so it's like melt your skin off hot that's the only way to describe it which is why I think today's episode is so perfect because it's summertime right and I am 100% feeling the summertime slump right now I want to be on vacation or just at a staycation I want to go to the beach I want to go to the barn I want to do anything besides work (laughs) so I love our topic today maintaining your momentum. (laughs) I totally get that because I feel you. I'm right there with you. I've had such a stressful spring with health issues and trying to maintain my business. And I've decided to eradicate a lot of the stress out of my life. And I have to tell you, I'm thoroughly enjoying not living at a stressed out level. And I don't want to go back to that again. But I also want to maintain or actually restart some of my momentum. I had a lot of big plans at the first of the year and some things got derailed for higher priority incidents and now those things are put away and I need to move on and and get to the next step. So I do think this is a very timely topic for people and it's something where I think we get into uh, different times of year both the summer and for me also the dead of winter tends to be a little bit on the slumpy side. I just don't want to work. The holidays roll around and you want to spend time with friends and family or you're here in the summertime and you get that moment where you're just like, ah, I'm tired. I I just want to go take a nap and drink lemonade under the tree. (laughs) (laughs) It's so true. Or in the air conditioning if you're in Florida. (laughs) So we have three things for you guys today that Kira and I are both doing and that we think sharing with you might help you also through those times in your business when you feel like you've made a lot of progress, but You want to make sure that progress keeps going and you're able to maintain it over time. So I'm going to run down the big three and then we'll jump in. The first one is to review and assess where you are with your goals and adjust. 
accordingly. And then number two is to seize the slowdown. There is a lot of positivity that you can have around this particular. My favorite part. Yeah, part of the process. It's it's part of that secular process of our lives. And then finally, play like you've reached your goals and celebrate your success for number three. Going back and reviewing and assessing where you've kind of set your goals to be and adjusting them. I think that people sometimes feel like, and I know I do too, I set a goal and then I feel like that's the goal I have to reach. And if I don't reach that specific goal, I either haven't been successful or conversely, another problem I have is I reach that goal right away. And then I'm like, okay, check mark, no reason to do anything more after that. (laughs) So there's two sides to that coin where I think that we need to go back, take a look at the goals that we've set for ourselves in our business and decide if we want to adjust those. If you've reached the goal and you're early, do you want to up that goal? and make it bigger? Or if you haven't reached the goal, were you unrealistic when you started out? And can you set that goal a little bit better? That's so true. I'm I'm actually doing this right now in my business with, I have a a couple photography pals, Betsy from Ride the Sky Photography and Tracy from Penny Whistle Photography. We meet regularly. And one of the, the next topic we're meeting on is assessing our goals to see where we are. And in anticipation for that meeting, I pulled up my goals and was looking at like what I said at the beginning of the year. Okay, these are the things I'm going to focus on this year. And some of the things I feel like I've done a great job on and on other things, it's definitely going to take some refocusing or maybe doing some course correction around what I thought I was going to be doing this year. And then life kind of kicks you in the butt and you get kicked down the road to another direction. So anyway, just if this is such a good point in the year for that to really figure out where you stand with those goals you set for yourself at the beginning of the year, you know, and ask yourself, what am I focusing on and why? And what am I not focusing on and why? Like, there's reasons for those things. Is it because it's fun or not fun? Is it because it's not a priority right now or your business has worked itself in another direction and you've had other priorities? And that's okay. It is totally okay to have those thoughts and to make decisions around that. And it's okay at this point to weed out, I think, what you don't need at this point and start kind of making some cuts. It doesn't mean you're cutting your goals, but you're reevaluating the priorities and making some changes around the goals that are no longer a priority for your business. And I think it's a it's a great time to use it to reinvigorate and remotivate by looking at those goals again and refining them, doing a little course correction and get you remotivated just because, okay, I now have new priorities and I understand where I'm going with those goals. And there's still a lot of time. Yeah, we still have six months of the year left as we're recording this. But the truth is, even if there's only three weeks left in the year, you have time to reevaluate your goals and adjust your objectives. And I think here is a really good point to reiterate what goals and objectives are. Because I think we talk about this and then we don't get really concrete about it or we forget how to be concrete about it. Goals are overarching things that you want to add to your business or that you want to take away. Like you want to remove stress is one of my now goals. It wasn't my goal at the first of the year, but now it definitely is because I've seen the toll that stress can take on my life. So another one would be to make more revenue, to have more customers. I mean, goals are these overarching things that you want to do for the year. And then your objectives are the things that you do step by step in order to reach those goals. And sometimes it 
it may not be the goal that you need to adjust. Maybe you want to leave that goal, but the objectives that you have defined to reach that goal maybe are what need adjusted. So for example, if you wanted to add more customers to your business and you decided at the first of the year, one of the objectives that you were going to follow was to get 300 more Instagram followers and now you've gotten close to that or you've tried it, it didn't work, you haven't seen that improve your bottom line, then it's time to readjust and say, okay, what can I do differently to get that momentum back on track? Or if it started a little bit and just kind of fizzled out kind of short of what you wanted to do, then how can you up your game a little bit so that you're able to actually reach that particular goal? So I think that that's a a quick little reminder in what goals and objectives really do mean to us. And to, to know that maybe you don't need to change the overarching broad goal, but you need to change the steps that you're taking to get there. If they're not working or if they worked really well, then expanding the objective quantification to actually be able to expand it even further. I love the adage of ride the pony until it's done. <laughs> so keep going on that. If you find something that works, keep going until the horse underneath you says, hey, I'm done and um, I don't want to go anymore and then go get a fresh horse. And it's been a lesson to me. Every small business owner wants to gain traction in their marketing. After three decades of working with small business owners just like you, I have developed what I call my 4x4 marketing method. In just one 90-minute session, you'll discover the four major focus areas of a successful marketing plan, and together we'll uncover where your business is getting stuck. You'll leave the session with an action plan of next steps that engage your revenue engine. Drop by bemorebusiness.com to request your session today. That's B-E-M-O-R-E business. See you there. I would just add with that too, like your goals that you're setting for your business and for yourself, they don't all have to be like work, you know, like it's okay to have an add in at this point of the year when you're feeling your momentum is slumping add something fun, you know, have a fun goal that you could spend a little time working on too, that's gonna have something awesome at the end of it that's outside of your work. I think that sometimes we get so caught up and all of our goals are around moving the business forward or making our lives better or our family's lives better. And sometimes we need to just have the goal, you know, like Kim said, removing stress from the life, we need to have the goal to get outside more or be horseback more or take the dogs for an extra walk or get to the beach more often. You know, I mean, I live a couple miles from the beach and I'm never there. So, you know, thinking about things like that can get us excited about, okay, you know, we can talk about that when we get to number three, but I just think that that can help get me motivated when my goals are are not all work related all the time. Absolutely. And I think one of my biggest lessons from this year thus far has been that I've been doing this entrepreneurship thing for a lot of decades now. It's decades, not years, it's decades. For a hot minute. (laughs) And I've had a refocusing, like you said, reprioritizing what is important and what isn't. And many times I set my goals up until this year, up until the spring, I set my goals based on what I thought was best for the business. And the truth is, is now I'm readjusting that view to say, what is the best for Kim? What is the best for me moving forward? And where can I have the most impact while also having the most joy 
and ease and passion fulfillment in my life rather than what is the best thing for the bottom line of my business. That's a new step for me as an entrepreneur to really look at that in in that light and sort of take my own medicine as I've, I tell people that a lot. And I've started to chip away at it over the years, but having a health crisis where you look at your life and go, okay, <laughs> it's time to figure out what really makes me happy and what doesn't and understanding the impact of the stress that it can be as an entrepreneur that can impact your life and going, okay, what stresses me out? I want that out of my business. What brings me peace and joy? I want more of. So I, I do think reprioritizing is really important. And I think it's a nice time of year to sit and look back and say, am I really in the right track? Because honestly, at the first the year we're also wrapped up in goal setting and I mean it's it's like peer pressure right <laughs> everybody's on it and and this time of year it's not as prominent we're not having that discussion every single day so you can take a little bit more time to relax and and ease into how you want to see the rest of your year plan out so I think it's time to move on to number two because I know you have some great ideas around how to seize the moment of the slowdown how to actually feel Feel into this and and let the momentum be flexible and mutable and allow it to kind of find its own path. So I'm turning it over to you. And I, I'm going to tell you right now, number one on your list, I really um, am wanting to embrace. <laughs> well, it's time to seize the slowdown. And it is a time when a lot of businesses either slow down or they pick up. And if you're one of those businesses like mine, where we're slowing down right now, it's hot out. And it is a time when you can kind of reevaluate. I say, take a break, take the break, plan a trip enjoy a little staycation. If you can take a vacation, take it. This is the time and it's okay to set the auto responder, the out of office responder on your email and enjoy a little time off. You are, you know, Kim and I had this conversation this morning. If you need a day, your business isn't going anywhere. You just need a day, you know, to relax and to, to catch up. I also think it's a great time to do a little spring cleaning. There's a reason that spring cleaning term is around. Um, it's an awesome time to reset your workspace. For me, when my, I think I've said this on here before when my space starts to get messy and cluttered from being busy, my inspiration and my excitement about being in the office is a downward trajectory. The messier it gets, the the less I feel like being in the space. So it's a nice time to reset your workspace. I recently had sugar ants in my car, which is extremely awkward to talk about, I guess, on a podcast, but <laughs> I had a really bad sugar <laughs> ant issue in my car. Um, it's part of having a child that eats junk food in the backseat, I guess, constantly and little crumbs are building up. <laughs> so part of my spring cleaning was attacking the sugar ant situation. I'd like to announce to the world that it's officially under control. Um, <laughs> but I was like, my truck is everything. I take my truck everywhere. It's got all my work gear in it, everything. And it was like, I couldn't get in without being covered in sugar ants. So everybody's totally creeped out now. Um, <laughs> I, you're, you're laughing, but it's like a real issue, okay? And I Googled it, and apparently this is a very common thing. I am only laughing because I commiserate because we have had 
a sugar <laughs> ant invasion of our own. So somehow outside, I don't know how it happened, but outside the front door that we never use, there's gotten to be a conglomeration. I don't know if they're sugar ants. They're freaking ants. I, they're little tiny ants, little itsy bitsy ones. And they have they have like invaded our home and like they've they've started crawling up into our <laughs> sink. And I there was one on my desk this morning oh, when no. I came in here and we keep spraying for them. So I, I, I totally commiserate with your ant problem and you're going to have to share your <laughs> secrets and how you ridded your life of these ants because we are battling the ants right now and the little shits are winning. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I believe that we are probably not the only two people on the planet that have this problem. So if you two are suffering from sugar ants, please um, send us a DM and let us know how you handled this situation. Um, <laughs> I also think that this year is a good time. This time of year is such a great time to try to complete one of those. I'm putting this in air quotes, but you guys can't see that, but Kim can. If I only had the time activities, try to complete one of those. If I only had the time activities, how many times have you found yourself saying, gosh, if I, if I just had the time, I would sit down and write this book or I would, you know, record this song or I would do, you know, a total rework of my marketing materials. Like this is a great time to do that. Like set that as a goal and set it as a priority and feel really good when you knock it out. And then the the last thing I want to add to seize the slowdown is this is such an awesome time of year to really assess where updates are needed in your business. Is it time to update your website? your marketing materials. Maybe you've been holding off doing that software update forever because it takes forever and you're worried it's going to crash your computer. Now's a good time to manage that situation, right? Update your client resources if they're needed. Maybe your social media descriptions need to be updated. And y'all, it's probably time to update your bio if you haven't. This is a beautiful time to do that. I'm in the process. So this is, that's what I want to add to seize the slowdown. Kim, do you have anything you want to add to that? I do. I do. Of course I do. How could I not? <laughs> so the title of this episode is maintaining your momentum. And I'm going to tell you from my perspective, there's also another thing that I would like to add here and that it's okay to coast. So you know, as an entrepreneur, it sometimes it feels like when you're building your business up, it's like climbing a big giant hill. You are going up and up and up and up and you have to take moments and breathe. And then you, you get to the top of the hill and yes, now is the time to look at the next hill, but it also might be the time to just sit down Take a Zen moment, breathe, and let yourself coast on the progress that you've made. That's one of the things that I've enjoyed for the last couple of months is that I did make some big changes in my business a few years ago. And I did change a lot of the things that I was doing that weren't making me happy into things that were. And I shifted my business model quite a bit. And I was able to actually sit back and really take care of myself this spring and coast a little bit on the business karma or the progress that I had made prior to that. And I appreciate every one of my clients who's been super patient with me through this. I promise you, I am, I'm back in the office and on the, on the track for getting things done again. But the fact that I did all of that work ahead of time made it so nice. And you know what? I just want to give everyone who's at that point where they're at kind of at the top of a hill to 
you know, go ahead, take a minute, take a deep breath, enjoy the view, coast for just a few minutes and enjoy it and really, really be present with yourself and with your success. It's completely okay that things are going to slow down. Are you looking to bring awareness to your equine-based product or service or create a unique way for your audience to feel connected to your brand? Quality horse photos tell your story and breathe life into your marketing. They draw your customers in and create an emotional connection. Powerful images communicate your core values and highlight the benefits your product offers, ultimately proving your business is a voice your customers can trust. It's time to use dynamic images that define your small business and separate you from the rest of the herd. Fast Horse Photography's professional photo library features thousands of searchable images available for businesses just like yours. And guess what? 100% of those images are horse-related. Now, finding the right horse images for your website, social media, and marketing needs is easier than ever. Help your audience see that your brand offers the answers they are looking for. Search for the perfect images for your equine business right now. Spur your customers into action with FastHorsePhotography.com. That's FastHorsePhotography.com. We never feel like as business owners that that's okay. I mean, we're on social media, we're hearing from our other business owner friends, you know, in our groups and stuff. And it feels like in order to keep your business going, you have to keep going and doing all the time. And it's Part of that is because a lot of us are solopreneurs and we're the only person. And if we're not working it, nothing's happening. But the other piece of that is we're, we're always feeling like we're in competition. And if I decide to take a vacation and take some time off and I don't, for example, if I take a social media break, I feel like, what does that mean? Like what's happening with my competition? Or does that mean that my business isn't being successful this week? And I think that we have to give ourselves that okay and say it's totally fine. We're not going anywhere. Our friend, Marcy Joe Photography, said to me the other day, I said, oh, I haven't posted in three days. And she said, no one is noticing that you're not there. It's when you are there that they see you, but they don't say to themselves, I haven't seen a post from you know who in a while. It's when you're when you <laughs> yeah. do post that they see you. And I think that's the, the truth. I mean, you know what I mean? Like no one's sitting around going, oh, I haven't seen anything from Fast Horse Photography this week. <laughs> I mean, come on, they're following 10,000 people online, they could care less. So it's totally fine. Like you're not hurting anyone's feelings by not being out there doing something all the time. You're not. And with that being said, this is an awesome time to take a social media cleanse. I mean, I will tell you, the only downside to doing it is when you start, it's really hard to get back into it. I just took a week off from social media and it was really hard and it almost felt sickening to have to like get back on all the platforms again and get back to work there. I was really enjoying the break. Um, I really was. <laughs> Take a little break and just enjoy not being social for a while. Absolutely. Coast. Just enjoy the coast and the progress that you've made and appreciate it and be thankful for where you are gratitude wise as you're standing at the top of that hill or if you're halfway up it, it's okay to take a break too. I mean, I totally agree with all of that. I think that our culture just tells us push, 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 and you're not being successful if you aren't pushing. And I'm sorry, but the reason we push is so that we can take a break. And so push, push, push take a minute, breathe, and enjoy the view. So the third part of, of what we want to impart today is to maintain your momentum to play like you've reached your goals. 
and then celebrate your successes. And I think we've talked a little bit about that in the Seize the Slowdown just now. But one of the things that I've noticed in a lot of my clients' businesses, as well as my own, not so much now, but in the past in particular, is I'll set a goal and I'll just throw myself under the bus here, but I'll set a goal. Then I don't feel like I've reached that goal, right? I'm. It's a new goal maybe for me and I haven't I haven't made as many inroads into being able to achieve that goal as I would like. And so I don't... I don't fully step into it with confidence, right? I I don't have a lot of confidence around it. And then I find myself when I do that, that at the end of the day, I fall short of that goal. And what I want to encourage people to do, especially to help maintain momentum in their businesses, is play like you've already reached the goal. Like if you want to add 10 more customers to your business, play like you already have those 10 customers added. I work with a lot of people who are starting coaching businesses. So I have a great many of clientele that are starting into coaching businesses. And at the beginning of a coaching business, they don't have a full client book. But when they come to me and we sit down and we talk about their coaching business, what I recommend is that they take a look at their schedule. And and I'm a big proponent for how do you want to spend your day? How do you want to spend your week? How do you want to spend your year? And when we look at the day or the week, I'm like, how do you want to spend that? If it's in a perfect world and everything is the way that you want it to be, how many clients do you want to see in that week? Well, I want to see six clients every single week. Okay. Mark out those six client time periods, whether they're 30 minutes or an hour or whatever it is, and show up even if you don't have a client. Show up like you're going to have a client. Be at your desk, be in the barn, be wherever it is that you see your clients, and spend that time in that space like you already have those clients. Now, on the backside of that, you got to go after the clients. You can't just just let that drop and just hope that they appear in those time periods. The world isn't that magical. But what happens in that is because you play like you have those clients, like you have a full client book, when you have a a person approach you and say, hey, I want to work with you. Don't tell them, well, I have all of these six slots open. (laughs) Say, well, I have a coaching slot that I think will work for you. And then shuffle around and see what would work for them and add them to it. But Play like you already have that book mostly done, like you have filled your coaching slots up for the week and you just have one left to to fill up. And you'll notice that it really does work in that you get in the mindset of you're going to be there at those times when you said you were going to coach and you're showing up for yourself, you're showing up and proving, and I know Kara's going to go, you're being too woo-woo here, but no. you're proving to the universe that that... <laughs> That that time is perfect for what you've designated it for. So don't just say, oh, I don't have a client this afternoon, so I'm going to sit down and watch um, All My Children or something. I think All My Children is off the air at this point, but (laughs) I used to be addicted to that show, by the way. I've wasted a lot of my my early entrepreneurial years watching all my children versus seeing clients. I miss all my children. But anyway, so so just make sure you're you're focusing on that. Kara is laughing. Did you ever watch any soap operas? Days of our lives. I started with my mother. <laughs> so you watched the one after the one I watched. Continued into college. <laughs> I was 
Yeah, it came, yours came on yeah, before mine. I was, I was definitely, All My Children was always my favorite. I just, I loved that show so much. Well, as a 10-year-old, I think two, more than two hours of soap operas was probably plenty. And my mother was probably like, okay, you need to get outside and play now. You've, you've seen <laughs> Days of Our Lives as the, <laughs> so are the Days of Our Lives. Now get outside and play. God. Oh, jeez. <laughs> The things that we did. I don't think anybody watches soap operas anymore. Uh, we have reality TV. Yeah, now. I guess we're watching real life soap operas. So who cares about the made up ones? That's right. It's way more exciting. <laughs> I don't know. I still love the fact that anybody could die on all my children and they could come back. They were their evil twin or their identical At cousin. At any point. It was the same thing with Days of Our Lives. Fake At deaths. any point. Yep. <laughs> Well, we've really gone down a we rabbit have. hole here. With that being said, spend a little more time enjoying your soap operas. So if the way you want to celebrate your success at reaching your goal is to watch your soap opera in the afternoon and give yourself that hour, by all means, do so. But definitely play like you've reached your goals. And when you do reach the goal or get close to it, celebrate your progress for God's sakes. Take yourself out to whatever makes you happy. And it doesn't have to be work related. You know, take the staycation, take a weekend off and say, you know, I've worked really hard. I'm going to take the weekend off and I'm not going to think anything about my business for three whole days. I'm going to just concentrate on self-care and my family and my animals and just enjoy my life. All right. Well, I think that wraps us up for today, Kim. What do you think? I do. I do. And I think that I hope that, well, I hope that people have gotten a lot of good out of this because I know I have. It's made me feel a whole lot better about where I am just talking it out like this and understanding it from the perspective of of being able to take that break and to understand that that momentum will continue. Absolutely. Well, you know what? We hope that this episode helps you guys get through your summertime slump and helps you maintain your momentum with your animal-based business. Y'all, it is time. We are in need of a couple of reviews for the Business Animal Podcast. So if you enjoyed this episode and maybe you enjoyed some of our previous episodes, we would love for you guys to hop on and give us a rate and review. If you haven't already clicked the little follow button as well on your listening app of choice, we would love it if you would do that too. This really helps out our podcast get heard by other folks that are out there looking for shows like ours. I hope you guys are having a good summer and we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Business Animal. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you learned something today, leave us a review. To learn more, find us at thebusinessanimal.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, keep your business well-trained with The Business Animal.